Are you ready to buy or sell your home? The Jim Allen Group is a nationally recognized and award-winning real estate team in the Triangle, dedicated to providing exceptional service to meet your needs. With the latest insights and expert market knowledge, they'll make your home buying and selling journey as smooth as possible. Don't wait. Head over to JimAllen.com and start your next move today. That's JimAllen.com. The Jim Allen Group, your partner in real estate. Shot in 4K ultra high definition, your number one source for local news. WRAL News, coverage you can count on. Bennett keeps the puck alive. The truck with a shot. He scores! And right there is the moment the air came out of the building. The sixth longest game in the NHL history came to an end just before 2 o'clock this morning. Florida Panthers beat the Carolina Hurricanes in game one of the Eastern Conference Final. We have new reaction from the team and fans this morning on that quadruple overtime heartbreaker. Plus, breaking news out of Johnston County where a person has been killed in a crash. Our breaking news tracker is gathering information from authorities. And expecting a rain today, we're starting to see some showers from the Triangle area southward. We'll walk through Futurecast and let you know when to expect the rain where you are. And at least one person is dead, another is missing after a massive construction fire in Charlotte. What fire officials are saying about the flames that also put firefighters at risk? Something that started yesterday morning, a dangerous situation over in Charlotte. Good Friday morning to you. I'm Jeff Hogan. And I'm Renee Chu. Great to have you with us. A lot to tell you about, including all the reaction from players and the coach after that long game from the Canes. What a heartbreaker. Meteorologist Elizabeth Gardner in the WRA Severe Weather Center. We are starting off with uh, some light rain in parts of the viewing area. So we have a low pressure system that's sitting off the coast and it's going to spread rain northward across our viewing area today. None of this is likely to be heavy. We don't have a threat for severe storms for today, but it is going to be just a little messy for us this morning. Right now we're seeing some showers in Fayetteville up to Sanford as far north as Clayton, Smithfield, Goldsboro, Wilson. When I was driving in, I was just a sprinkle out there. Definitely this is on the light side, but take a look at Futurecast and you can see uh, how things go as we get through the day today. You can see more of this rain spreading northward as we get closer to six o'clock nine o'clock. Notice that most of the rain is going to be the farther south or east you go. We move it ahead to 10, 12. And at that point, it's really starting to pull away. So the best chance of rain that we'll see this morning will be uh, say from right now all the way through around lunchtime, getting into the afternoon and evening. You can see a few breaks in the clouds. It'll stay cool today, but it would be nice to see a little sun this afternoon. Saturday is shaping up to be a nice day. We'll take a look at Saturday morning at 8 a.m. Notice that we'll see some breaks in the clouds for much of the day, and it's going to be a warm one. We do have that cold front that comes through starting to move into the viewing area around eight. And so it's going to be an evening event. We're going to talk about how much rain we'll see on Saturday night coming up. Taking a look at Durham this morning, you can see the cover on the baseball diamond there and waiting for some of that rain this morning. 60 degrees, our current temperature. So it is a mild start for us. Our temperature at lunchtime, nearly 70. It does stay cool. Some cloud cover this afternoon with a high of just 72. To say, I mean, everybody feels, you know how everybody feels, and it's a tough way to lose a game, that's for sure, and go that long. Tough way to start a series as well. It will be a shorter time to regroup with game one ending at 2 o'clock this morning and the best of seven series resuming tomorrow evening. WRS Casey Hentz breaks down the nail biter that stretched for six hours at PNC and how the game made history for the Canes.
Hey, good morning, everyone. The Carolina Hurricanes playing in the longest game in franchise history, but they come out on the wrong end of this one as Matthew Kachuk scores with 13 seconds left in quadruple overtime, 3-2 the final as the Panthers take game one. But boy, Freddie Anderson, tremendous in between the pipes, leading up to that 57 saves, but he needed 58. The mood in the locker room put this game behind him, treat it as one game, look ahead to game two. I feel like uh, you want to win all the games you can at home, so this one this one stings. But we're gonna we're gonna forget about it. We uh, we had chances to win. Freddie played unbelievable. So uh, the fact that we we couldn't capitalize uh, sucks. But we're gonna have to kind of trash it and move on to move on to the next game. The mind is is, is you take it as uh, as one loss, and unfortunately it's um, not the way we wanted. And uh, to, to play that long, you, you want to be on the winning side of it, but um, it's a long series, and we'll uh, we'll have to regroup and um, and go get them in game two. Rest and recovery will be huge for these guys. Don't imagine we'll see them out on the ice here today at PNC Arena as they now have to get ready for game two, which is tomorrow night, 8 p.m. puck drop right here at PNC Arena. Casey Ince, WRL Sports, Raleigh. I think they were sleeping in just a bit. The video shows disappointing fans leaving PNC Arena early this morning. A lot of them stuck around to the bitter end, nearly six-hour game. WRL's Nia Harden joins us from PNC Arena with how they're feeling about being part of history, but also dealing with a tough loss here, Nia. Of course, Jeff, but you know what? Fans who attended tonight, well, last night, they will have a story to tell for the rest of their lives and pass down to their children. And for a lot of them, they were not done with this. They actually stayed. We saw them at 3 o'clock this morning. They were out here trying to get autographs from the players. And, you know, the players came out exhausted as they probably were. They were still giving them. The game ended at 2 o'clock this morning, nearly six hours after it started. Fans tell us they predicted there would be an overtime, but didn't expect to be here that long. Now, this was not only the longest game in Carolina and Florida history. It was the sixth longest game in NHL history. Every time fans thought the game was close to being over, they would leave and then start rushing back. Honestly, I thought I was going to be here for maybe three or four periods, but it lasted longer than I expected to. Uh, it was a great experience, you know, being out here this late. I mean, it sucks to drive home knowing that they lost, but it was still a great game. Now, I did check tickets for Saturday's game, and there are still a few tickets available on Ticketmaster. And who knows, if you attend, the Canes could make history again. Nia Harden, WRAL News in Raleigh. And we'll do it again. Hope you're with us. Game one is done. Be sure to join us again tomorrow night here on WRAL. We start coverage of game two at 7.30 p.m. Puck drop is once again 8 o'clock on TNT. Then when it ends, when it ends, be sure to come back to WRL for our exclusive post-game show. We'll say it's at 11.25 right now. We'll have more on the thoughts from fans, players, and coach Rod Brindamore once again. We're following breaking news. A deadly crash in Johnston County happened near Raleigh Road and Hunting Lodge Road in Clayton just after midnight. The WRO breaking news tracker was there until the scene cleared nearly three hours later. Michael Grace joins us now live from Highway Patrol headquarters. Michael. 
Yeah, good morning. Right now we know one person is dead and at least three different agencies were working on this crash, including the Cleveland Fire Department, the Johnson County Sheriff's Office and State Highway Patrol. And this is what that scene looked like at around 1.30 this morning. You can see they've got that part of Raleigh Road blocked off with the Cleveland Fire Department and that red car which crashed right there on the side of the road. The other thing you'll notice, a number of debris and a broken fence right off the road. That the car uh, may have hit. We're still gathering details from Highway Patrol right now, including the name of that driver, but we are expected to get more details later on this morning. Live in Johnson County, Michael Grace, WRAL News. Also this morning, Durham police are looking for a person who shot two men at the Avon Crossings apartments, and one of those men died. People living there say they heard several gunshots around 4.30 yesterday afternoon. Many were forced to rush back into their apartments to take cover. Some say, unfortunately, this is not uncommon for their community. One person who wanted to remain anonymous said this is an ongoing problem. I don't feel safe in my complex area. I don't feel safe at all here uh, at all because I have a newborn baby and the police need to be more around here. Police say this appears to have been a targeted shooting. Durham Police Chief Patrice Andrews says homicides in the city are up more than 27% in the first three months of the year. She presented that data during yesterday's city council meeting. Andrews says it is important to take the data in context. Durham Police cleared almost 80% of homicides within that three-month period. That doesn't include two people who were killed in less than 24 hours yesterday. First responders are searching this morning for a missing worker after a massive fire in Charlotte that already claimed one life. This is video of the flames pouring out of a large building on a construction site near South Park Mall. More than 90 firefighters responded to the five alarm fire Thursday morning. The flames caused parts of the building to collapse, killing one worker. 15 others were rescued, including a person who was trapped on a crane. During the course of this, it was a very fast-moving fire, um, high heat conditions, well over 2,000 degrees, um, and, and as a construction site is open, a lot of wood is exposed, the fire moved very rapidly. Firefighters say they had several mayday calls. That's when firefighters get trapped or have issues escaping the fire. As of right now, the cause of the fire is still under investigation. There's new hope this morning for fighting the spread of the highly contagious illness RSV. The U.S. Food and Drug Administration advisors just recommended Pfizer's shot for the babies. New data shows the vaccine is effective. However, there are a few safety concerns the advisory committee is looking at regarding premature births that may be linked to the shot. The FDA will make a final decision on the vaccine in August. It is 440. A cement truck falls through a local parking deck heard a loud thunder almost sounded like a plane was flying super low through the ground this morning we're hearing from the witness who helped with the rescue plus a new warning from the cdc as medical experts prepare for a surge of mpox cases and you're taking a live look outside at the wrl azalea garden where the century plant is in bloom you're really starting to see those yellow flowers form there. Oh, we have a little visitor on the camera, a bird perhaps. Elizabeth Gardner is in the WRO Severe Weather Center tracking rain chances as we head into the weekend. From the WRAL Severe Weather Center, North Carolina's most experienced team of meteorologists. 
It is 4.44. We are going to see rain this morning. It's mostly going to be very light. You can see just patchy showers from Raleigh southward, uh, stretching over toward Wilson, Rocky Mount, Greenville, and the back over to Sanford, Fayetteville, and down through the Sand Hills. We take a look at Sanford, and you can see uh, nothing heavy out there, but there's a little bit of water on the camera lens. You can see the street is a little bit damp. We're going to see this all the way through the morning commute. It's likely to be closer to lunchtime before we start to see much of this rain tapering off. But again, it is likely to be light. You don't need me to tell you to grab your raincoat, your umbrella, heading out the door. Unless you happen to be north and east where we're not seeing any rain just yet, you want to make sure you grab it. Walking the dog this morning is just going to be a little bit damp. Once we get into the afternoon, the rain tapers off. We'll see a high of 72 this afternoon. And happening right now in the WREL Life Center, the U.S. Tsunami Warning Center has just lifted an alert over the South Pacific after a 7.7 magnitude earthquake uh, struck the region. It struck just west of Fiji. Uh, the center said based on all available data, the tsunami threat from this earthquake has now passed. They initially issued a tsunami alert for coasts within 621 miles. Hawaii Emergency Management Agency tweeted saying there is no longer any tsunami threat. Michelle, thanks. Newly released surveillance video may help track down the person who killed an Apex man in Atlantic Beach last August. The video shows in the distance Randy Miller walking out of a garage. Then someone runs up from behind. Miller was found stabbed to death on August 29th outside a home on West Atlantic Boulevard. There is a $55,000 reward for information. We posted phone numbers for Atlantic Beach Police, the SBI, and posted the surveillance video all on WRL.com. This morning we are hearing from a witness who helped rescue the driver of a cement truck that fell through a parking deck in Moore County. This is what things looked like after the crash at the Moore County Regional Hospital. Caleb Moore says he was inside the hospital when he heard that loud crash, and that's when he found the truck driver. And heard a loud thunder, almost sounded like a plane was flying super low to the ground. I rushed over, helped him out, lift, helped him over the concrete. The driver was all right, shaken up a little bit. I helped him out because there was unknown liquid dripping from the truck. And we're still working to learn what made that parking deck collapse. No one was hurt. A new development in the North Carolina Supreme Court could once again shift the balance of power. Justice Michael Morgan won't seek re-election next year. He's one of only two Democrats on the seven-person court. His decision not to run for re-election means Democrats must now find a new candidate to defend that seat in next year's elections. Republicans want to grow their five to two majority on that court. Morgan tells WREL he's proud of his legacy after three decades as a judge. For more on what Morgan had to say today, visit nccapital.com. Several North Carolina law enforcement officers killed in the line of duty are being remembered as National Police Week nears an end. Senator Tom Tillis delivered a speech in honor of them on the U.S. Senate floor Thursday. He mentioned three officers from our area, Sergeant Matthew Fishman of Wayne County, Deputy Oscar Bolanis and Avisca Jr. of Cumberland County, and Deputy Ned Bird of Wake County. Western Boulevard has looked a bit different all week long. The WRL News Tower is lit up in blue for National Police Week. More than a dozen other locations around Raleigh are also joining in the blue salute. National Police Week wraps up tomorrow. This morning, the CDC says that MPOX cases could surge again this summer. The agency says any high-risk adult who has 
gotten one dose of the vaccine should get another one. New data shows a second dose could boost efficacy by double digits. Usually the Mpox vaccine is administered in two rounds. Single doses helped stretch the supply during last year's outbreak. Cases are currently down, but that might not last. CDC experts worry that only about one in four of the highest risk Americans is fully vaccinated in the event that happens. The Preakness is tomorrow's second leg of the Triple Crown is happening in Baltimore, Maryland. You can watch all the action on the racetrack starting at 430 right here on WRAL. Well, it is going to be a busy weekend with lots of festivals happening and wouldn't you know it, we have rain moving into the forecast. We have rain this morning right now. Meteorologist Elizabeth Gardner in the WRO Severe Weather Center. Yeah, just a little bit of light patchy rain. We have a low pressure system that developed off the South Carolina coast. It's going to move up the coast, so it's going to take all of this rain with it as we head through the afternoon. But for now, we're dealing with just some scattered light showers, no thunderstorms out here, and we're not under a risk for severe storms for today. So just some slightly messy conditions for us this morning. The farther north and west you are, the lesser chance that you'll have of seeing any of this rain. As a matter of fact, along and north of the I-85 corridor, you know, I, I think there'll be very minimal amounts of rain that we'll end up seeing. Right now we're seeing a few showers in the eastern part of Wake County, southern uh, Franklin County, up toward Rocky Mount, Wilson. Again, the farther east you are, the better chance you'll see some light rain for this morning. We take a look at some showers in Garner right now and Clayton. We'll head down to the south toward Fayetteville. Southern Pines, Fayetteville Spring Lake, Dunn, um, all seeing some showers. Lillington, uh, pretty much all of Harnett County, seeing this light patchy rain. Here's future for us as we head through the morning, we'll continue to see these light patchy showers and notice by nine o'clock we're seeing some rain as far west as Southern Pines, but for Fayetteville, Clinton, Goldsboro, Rocky Mount after nine o'clock, it just continues to slide eastward. So once we get past lunchtime, it looks like it's mostly over and Futurecast wants to break up the clouds a little bit for us this afternoon. We'll see how that goes. We'll continue to have a northeasterly flow today. So, you know, that northeasterly flow yesterday brought us a lot of cloud cover. So definitely more clouds and sun. It'll be a little on the cool side, but we should dry things out. If you have plans this evening, things are looking okay. i got to be in Sea Festival for uh, for that matter. Looks like it should be just fine if you're going sometime in the afternoon or evening. Let's take a look at Saturday morning. We could wake up to a little bit of cloud cover. We'll see partly cloudy skies for most of the day. And then we have that cold front that comes in Saturday night. This is 5 o'clock. We're still nice and dry. By 8 o'clock, here comes a line of thunderstorms. At this point, it doesn't look like it would be severe, but we do have that chance of some scattered showers. And that continues into Sunday morning. By 8 a.m., we're seeing some rain. By the time we get to lunchtime, it looks like most of the rain is out of our viewing area on Sunday. But expect Sunday to be on the wet side. We do have some showers that are falling right here in Clayton. You can see the wet conditions here. 60 degrees is our current temperature. And we'll see the highs only in the low to mid-70s this afternoon. 72 in Raleigh, 73 in Durham, 74 in Fayetteville. Bulls forecast tonight. That rain should be over. It'll be mostly cloudy and cool with temperatures in the 60s for the game. And then we're going to take a look at the hurricanes forecast for tomorrow coming up. Up. Looks like it might be a little wet for tailgating. But for this evening, forgot to be in Sea Festival. It'll be mostly cloudy. Temperatures should be in the low 70s. We're looking at some fairly mild temperatures. As a matter of fact, we could see below normal temperatures for the next week or so. Normally, we would see our first uh, 90 degree day at RDU uh, uh, as we get to um, the middle of this month. So far, we haven't seen one and we don't have any in the seven day forecast. Thanks, Elizabeth. Actress Megan Fox is talking about mental illness and her body image. This morning, a psychologist explains what body dysmorphia is and how people can get help. 
A popular actress is shining a light on a little-known mental health condition. Megan Fox recently told Sports Illustrated she suffers from body dysmorphia. The condition alters how you see and feel about your body and the way you look. Psychologists say isolation during the height of the pandemic, along with the popularity of social media, have caused an increase in this type of case. You may find yourself spending excessive amount of time grooming or checking yourself in the mirror. You may spend hundreds and thousands of dollars in cosmetic procedures, trying to fix your appearance. You may also avoid important events because you're afraid of the anxiety that it may bring up around your appearance. If you recognize a problem in yourself or a loved one, help is available through therapy and medication. You can get your kid's car seat checked for safety today in Fayetteville. The fire department is hosting a safety check from 10 to 1 today in the Target parking lot on Skybow Road. Certified technicians will be there to check the car seats, share some information about child passenger safety. Officials say more than half of all car seats are not installed correctly. The American Cancer Society Relay for Life is happening tomorrow. It was postponed from last month because of weather concerns. WRL's Travis Fain will be MC. The relay is at Halifax Mall in downtown Raleigh. The opening ceremony starts at 5 p.m. If you think you have what it takes to pump up crowds at the Durham Bulls games, don't miss your shot. The Bulls are hiring for the role of Wooly Bull. He's the mascot you see at the games. Requirements include ability to drive and operate a go-kart, ATV, and appearance van. You need to be at least 5'8 and no taller than 6'1". Well, that counts me out. Also, you need to be able to perform up to two hours continuously and do so in the heat wearing that. To apply, visit capitalbroadcasting.com. Once you're in there, you're a part of history, so you, you wanted it to keep lasting longer. And a long night for Canes fans ends in disappointment after a game one loss to the Florida Panthers. Coming up at five, what you missed during this historic game and new reaction from fans. Also breaking news, one person is dead after a crash overnight in Johnston County. Michael Grace is in the WRL Breaking News Tracker with what we have learned in the last few hours. And the search continues this morning for a worker after a, this massive fire in Charlotte. Are you ready to buy or sell your home? The Jim Allen Group is a nationally recognized and award-winning real estate team in the Triangle, dedicated to providing exceptional service to meet your needs. With the latest insights and expert market knowledge, they'll make your home buying and selling journey as smooth as possible. Don't wait. Head over to JimAllen.com and start your next move today. That's JimAllen.com. The Jim Allen Group, your partner in real estate. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done.